Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome everyone to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and... Toby Harris. Now, Toby, we have had a lot of action on the email, on the Twitter this week, and there's been a little something special that's come through on Facebook. There has. So the Facebook. Now, this is from Gary Pickering. Uh, I'm not sure where he's from. doesn't say. Um, But he said, uh, great podcast... In an all-time Super Rugby team, you got to have the flying Fiji and Rupini. And he's dead right. He's, he is dead right. He's absolutely dead and right, he's also isn't he? put, imagine Jonah on the left, Rupini on the right, and Cullen at the back. Yeah. But <laughs> what we loved about this, this uh, response is what he says next. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Okay. Uh, that back three comes with a health warning to other teams. <laughs> <laughs> it is not visible <laughs> to kick deep, and he's he's pretty spot he's on. absolutely bang on, isn't he? Yeah. And I would I would happily get rid of oh. David Campisi, put <laughs> <laughs> him off, yeah. definitely. But that's what we love, and that, and we love your comments like that. Uh, and you, that you know, Pickering is it Gary? Gary, yeah, Gary. He's he's got us Gather. right down, <laughs> right down to a T. Um, but can I just say before you get on with us, um. Your lid today, mate. Your haircut is absolutely fantastic. Well, all, now, all I've got to say, mate, is that we always do a run through, as people may no, guess, and that's the, what no. I said to you. Look yeah, at this. The YouTube clips it. are going to go bananas uh, because of your lid. We actually get we both get cut at the same place as well, don't we? We do, but also, if, if you don't know what a lid is... It's a it's a nice haircut. <laughs> anyway, we can't no. digress for yes, too much no, longer. Yeah. We've got some great questions that have come up. So the first one, hello everyone from the Super Rugby Podcast. My name is Andre and I'm from Brazil and I'm a rugby fan. Round of applause for you, Andre. This year, it is great to see so many great rugby sides from the globe in this year's championship. Teams are in great form, especially... 
the team from Argentina, they the Jaguares. Definitely. What do you think they their chances of winning Super Rugby this year? Now, we did answer that question a few weeks ago, but that was before the Jaguares went on just this amazing oh. run. But can I also say, we did, we did pick... We did pick them to make the top eight. start, didn't we? Yes, we we did. And we did say if they made the top eight, they could go on and win it. Yeah. I would say after watching them over the last few weeks, they do have a very good chance. Their only stepping stone is going to be, can they win three knockout games in a row? Well, that's the thing, yeah. And it depends where they are as well. You know, there's a lot of. Tra- there could be potentially a huge amount of travelling involved. But they're Although, top. But they're yeah, top at the moment, yeah, which means are. that people are going to have to go to them. Yeah, which will be fantastic. Which would be amazing. I'd love it? to see them win, especially if it was a Crusaders, Haguares final, and the Haguares won. That would be ideal. That would be absolutely dreadful. <laughs> I might even buy a shirt for it. Where would that be played? Would it be played? I think it would be played in Christchurch because they are on... It depends, obviously, how it all ends up because the Crusaders have only got one match left. And if they lose that and the Jaguaris win their last two, it all goes on points. It will, yeah. It might go down, but if it's... I think, I think the Crusaders at the moment are too far ahead anyway. Fingers crossed. Should we actually have a look? Let's We've have a look, mate. Down. Let's have a look, yeah. So the so Crusaders 50 are points? on 53. 53, yeah. And the Haguares are on 41. Yeah, so they can't catch them. So they can't catch So that if the final was played between those two, it would be played in Christchurch. Yep. And that would be very, very tough for the Haguares yeah, to go there and win that game. But they do have a very, very, very good chance of making the final. And if they make the final, the way that they play is absolutely fantastic yeah. at the moment. Uh, I would have to say earlier in the season, I kind of thought that they'd run out of ideas, but they haven't run well, out of ideas. Well, they kind of did in the in the middle, didn't they? They had a few losses, but you know they've only lost they've won, one in the last five. No, they've won one in the last eight matches. They've won. They've, they've lost won. one. <laughs> Sorry. Otherwise, they wouldn't <laughs> be on forty-one points, mate. Come on. <laughs> they've uh, they've only lost one of their eight last eight matches. Eight matches. God, that's good, eh? That's a great run. And yeah. and, and you you look at teams like the Lions, and we'll go on to that later. But there is other teams that are that are setting their stalls yeah. out, ha- are having a good finish to the season. Whereas arguably the Crusaders, not such a good finish to no, the season. No, they've been a bit ropey, haven't they? So they've been a bit ropey. Yeah. So anyway, we'll move on yes. to those other areas a little bit later. But our next question: Do you want to do that next one, mate? Uh, sure. Hello, guys. I, too, am a Kiwi living in the UK. We feel your pain. (laughs) Get a rain hat, mate. Get a rain hat. And I am wondering how you guys manage to watch all the games. Sky show quite a few, but there is a streaming service. Oh, is there a streaming service where you can see them all? Loving the podcast. Go the mighty crusader. Kieran. It's Kieran Kieran Reid. Kieran, <laughs> it's Kieran Reid. Kieran, come on, mate. What Crusaders? What? Well, well, Kieran, it's it's a really easy one. Sky actually do a great job over they here. They do, don't they? You may not think they play all the games, but they anything that isn't obvious, they play on the red button over yeah. here. So, well, they play on that Sky Action, which is Sky Max. Sky Max. Sky Max. Okay. Shout out to Sky, by the way. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. A shout out to. Sky. So my number is. <laughs> Um, but I did do a little bit of research to find out where other countries were, were, oh, were okay. watching theirs. Yeah. So uh, Premier Sports in 
in places like Brazil. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, we have got ESPN Plus yeah. in America. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, one of the one of the people mentioned, one of our supporters mentioned that uh, they couldn't get the World Cup on their Fox Sport or whatever it was. But this, so well, Fox the, is Australia, isn't it? Yeah, Fox is Australia yeah. as well. So the other big one for all the sort of minor or smaller countries, uh, Rugby Pass. Rugby, rugby pass, pass, and yeah. that is the ITP service or the or the streaming service. Is that on YouTube? No, no, no. So, uh, Rugby Pass do loads and loads of different things. Yeah. It's not a shout out to Rugby Pass, but they what they've but, done. But shout been, out to Rugby Pass. Yeah, <laughs> but it's been quite smart. Is they've done deals with all those sort of. I hate to say Asian countries, right? But, but places like Hong Kong, yeah, places like Thailand. What about Japan? Who do they? Well, go I through? didn't get anyone from Japan uh, emailing in. That, so, but research is not being done. Yeah, yeah. I, I expect better from you. Yeah, so Fox Sport, ESPN seemed big one. Yeah, um, Premier Sports, uh, obviously over here it's it's Sky, Sky Sports and New Zealand is it? New Sky Zealand Sports, Sky Sports it? yeah. as well. It'd be interesting in Australia. They are talking about possibly the next time they come up for a renewal of that contract, which is I think next year, right? To really push for free to air. Really? Like, yeah, because only thirty percent of Households in Australia have Sky, have Fox. Oh, okay, Fox, Fox Sports, which w- is theoretically their Sky, isn't it? Which is theoretically, yeah, their paid service. Yeah. yeah, and to grow the game, we all know one of the most important things is to get it, get it out there, get it out there. There are numerous streaming services that are also available. Uh, none of them legal in this country, unfortunately. <laughs> they changed the rules over here, which meant that all of those streaming services yeah. became illegal. Uh, you used to be able to watch them, and as long as you didn't download them, yeah, then they, you were okay, okay. But they've changed that rule over here. But I think most other places in the world, you are allowed, and don't blame me if you get caught, <laughs> you are allowed to stream. You're just not allowed to download right. the content. Okay. Uh, and there's some wonderful things called VPNs that, yeah, that can hide yeah, well, your identity and whatnot. But we don't use any of that. We use Sky. We pay the full whack here to to watch all the games. We pay. We. <laughs> <laughs> I, I pay. I pay. <laughs> so that is the answer to that question. Next one, mate. Dear Damien and Toby, <clears throat> thanks for the podcast. Loving your work. That's a great little phrase, isn't it? Great Loving phrase, your work. Great phrase. I wanted to get your thoughts on who will win each of the Rugby World Cup groups. Oh, the group of death always looks interesting. That's from Anthony uh, from Bristol. Yeah. Another I've, guy from England. I know. I know. Well, actually, a lot of our supporters are yeah. from the UK. But anyway, Paul A. Tobes. Oh, Ireland, yeah, yeah. Scotland, Japan, Ireland and Russia, Scotland go through. Samoa. Who's going to win it is the question. Ireland. That's actually, that is actually a really hard pull. Yeah, you've got Samoa in there. Samoa, you've got, you got Japan. There's no, you know, potentially, potentially either Ireland or Scotland could have a shocker. Yeah. And someone like a Samoa could go through. We all know that Samoa in World Cups they always pull, have a yeah. few games. And they Japan, do, we, we're short. But I just don't think that Japan can link together I think Japan will beat Russia. I think Japan... I think Japan will beat Samoa. So they only have to beat Scotland or Ireland, yeah. really. Maybe, yeah. It's a home World Cup, isn't it? Yeah, it's true. 
and they've been working, you know, very, very hard. They've been sort of not even playing Super Rugby, a lot of them, just to get yeah. their fitness levels up. So they've got their stronger side. But I would say Ireland to win. Yeah. Scotland to sneak in. I like Scotland. Yeah, so do I. But if they don't, if they have a few injuries, then it, it could be different. And they have recently, haven't they? Just yeah. Look at the Six Nations. But good timing for injuries because they're all going to be coming yeah. back, aren't they? Yeah, true. Paul B. New Zealand, South Africa, Italy, Namibia. 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 And Canada. Canada. Now, can I. We've, we've got a printout here, and it actually shows how many World Cups the countries have won. So there's none in Pool A, there's five in Pool B, one in Pool C, and two in Pool D. Ours is a hard group. Oh, you As see. in, like, we 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 need to win that, don't we? And, and South Africa is our first group game yeah. as well. I, I'm going to back us to win that group. Yes. It's not. To be fair, we've got one hard game. We've got one hard, and that might not. That might help us. That might not help us. We'll wait and mm. see. But definitely, New Zealand to win that. If if we came second, it, it makes things a lot tougher. Yeah. But can do we play Pool A or do we play Pool D? Pool, I have a funny feeling we play Pool A. Okay. Which means that if we come second, Ireland. If we come first, Scotland. Or yeah. Yeah, so that makes a huge difference, doesn't it? Yeah. Huge difference. Although Scotland are a, a very good team on their day as well. Anyway, moving on. Pool C. This is the pool of death. Yeah. You've got England, France, France. Argentina, the US of A, who are not bad, Yeah, and Tonga. And Tonga can beat teams up, can't they? They'll beat Ooh. teams up for 20 minutes. If Tonga come out there and smash you up in one of your first games... yeah. Couple you, of get, injuries. you get a few injuries. Yeah. You could be in real trouble. Yeah. And they will beat you up. Yeah, they <laughs> That's will. one thing for sure. Physically, won't they? They'll physically. And I tell you what, Tonga will be... Tonga, if they're going to be up for any game... It'll be the England game. It's going to be the England game. I can't wait. Although Tonga have beaten France in the, when they were in 2011. They did, didn't they? Yeah. And then what and happened then to France? Made, they made the final. I know. Oh, I know. don't even go there. That was too close to, to call... I'm going to say England are going to be too good. I hate it when you say that. hate it when you're right. But I'm right, aren't I? Yeah. I think Argentina will get second. And I, I think you're right. I think Argentina gets second. France will miss out. Yeah. And I don't think they'll be that bothered. No. <laughs> <laughs> Last poll, mate. You read these ones out. Uh, we've got Australia, Wales, Georgia, Fiji, and uh, Uruguay have come back into the World Cup, haven't they? They have. I can't see anyone other than Wales winning that group. Really? Yeah, I think Australia. Australia will do well in the I, World I Cup. I think. I think Australia are going to beat Wales. Do you reckon? Yeah, I think they're going to get top of that group, and Fiji are going to get second. Fiji. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. No, I think Wales will get second. But I <laughs> some of the stuff that comes out of your mouth, I, I kind of go, "Is he serious?" Because, <laughs> but I, I do think Australia will beat Wales. Wow, that's that's a math. I mean, Wales have just got this defence. Yeah, they that do. That is absolutely amazing, and I, I just think that I think Wales are, are looking really really sharp until probably the quarter semis and finals. I think they might 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 just be too much for them. Not 
you know, not backing themselves. Yeah. So, so if Australia gets second in that group, they're going to play England, aren't they? Yeah, that'll be a heck of a, heck, heck of a game, won't it? <laughs> heck of a game. God. There, you know, this, this World Cup, there are so many teams that could win it. Yeah. And it's the first time you probably turn up to the World Cup thinking, crikey, where do you put your money? Yeah. And and you've you've actually bet against New Zealand winning the World Cup. And actually, I do think that's a great shout. I would love New Zealand to win the World Cup, but if you want odds on them winning three in a row, three in a row, and, and, and it just hasn't been a sort of a glorious super rugby for them. No. You would have to say that they, they're probably going to trip up somewhere, although Barrett is kicking well, and that's been a real concern of mine. But is it going to be an amazing World Cup in an amazing place that is just going to have amazing audiences? So out of those six, no, out of those eight teams that we talked about being the top two of each pool, I think all of them could potentially win it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I think you probably you know, would. Barry, maybe probably not Scotland. No, no, I think Scotland could. I just don't think I don't they will. I don't think they will. No. I don't think France could win it. Argentina? I think Argentina could win it. And the reason why I think Argentina could win it is because basically the Haguares team is the Argentinian team. Yeah. And they are going to be slick. You know, if yeah. there's going to be one team in that World Cup that are going to know each other inside oh, and out, yeah. it's going to be those boys. Yeah. And we, we know how important that, that can be in these tight, tight games. Can I just say, we've, we've got quite a few American listeners, and we haven't really touched base on the U.S. team. I think they could potentially trip up a few people. I think the U.S. team, I mean, they could. I mean, the USA have had an amazing run of wins. Yeah. Before, I think, uh, last year, I think they won a cup. They lost a, they lost a couple. But they had something like eight, eight wins out of ten. Really? Yeah. You know, they are not a bad side. No. Can they upset England, France, Argentina? Yeah, they can. But, but I can't see them winning three of those matches. No, neither can I. But can I just say, potentially, the next World Cup, you know, having been four years with their uh, their new Major League Rugby. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, uh, maybe. You time know, will tell. Years. Time oh, will tell. Such time an will easy tell. thing to say. <laughs> time will tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy. You know, they're, they're, they are growing steadily. Yeah. They need to possibly grow a little bit faster to yeah. be, for in four years' time, to be genuinely I mean, they're not quarter finalist. But you never know. No, that's You right. never know. Anyway, mate, we've got our last question. As per normal, it's a voice question, and oh. you have the power. Remember, number three, number three. on the board. You, okay. you nail that Who's one, it from? It's from Darren. Darren, ah, Wiper. Darren Wiper. Now, what's interesting, mate, is that we've had a lot of correspondence from Darren. He's a, one, he's a fanta- He writes he, fantastic questions for us. What do we call him? Superfan Dazza. Superfan Daz. Dazzler. <laughs> oh, Dazzler. The Dazzler. Um, <laughs> and it was great to hear his voice, and yeah. you're all going to hear his voice now. Anyway, number, is number three. Number three, mate. G'day fellas, it's Darren from Melbourne. Sorry I've been out of touch so long, but life's gotten a little busy here down under. Still been enjoying the podcast, thanks for putting it out, and I thought I would voice in a message uh, question this week, and I just wanted to hear you guys kick around with 
Ben Smith having done uh, his hammies pretty severely, they're saying he's not likely to play for the Highlanders again this season and might end up being, let's say, worst-case scenario, managed during the pool rounds for the World Cup. And the second-best fullback in New Zealand rugby, Damian McKenzie, is already ruled out with his torn ACL. Who's the number three or third-best fullback in New Zealand rugby who might end up starting for the All Blacks in the pool rounds of the Rugby World Cup? Looking forward to you two kicking it around and talking it over. Thanks again for the great podcast, and take care, Damien and Toby. Bye. Darren, really good question, but why is, Damien, why is Damien's name before mine? Everyone knows the reasons why my name comes before yours, Damien. Well, because that nice lid you've got. <laughs> Mate, uh, you know... I'm, I'm, I'm going to start first, and I'm, I hate to say it, but it's Geordie Barrett at the moment, isn't it? Off recent form... Geordie Barrett, I know you like Nanai for the Blues, isn't it? They're fullback at the moment. I, I absolutely agree. Who do I think will start? Geordie Barrett. Yeah. And he's been playing well. He has, yeah. Who would I want to start? Nanai. We're also forgetting about Harvilli. Yeah. I just think that Steve Hansen is, he's he, in his mind, he's gone and said, Geordie Barrett's next. Yeah. Harvilli's after that. He's got he sort of almost got it scribbled in, doesn't he? Bang, 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 bang. Yeah. And I just can't see him moving away from that. No. And also because the Blues season is probably over now, you know, he there's won't no be playing much. there's no more opportunity no. for him whereas the other two are going to have that opportunity to really push forward and say actually put their hand up. There's a spot available there. I would love to. I honestly think Nanai is absolute quality, and and there's so many things I've seen him do this year for the Blues in a team that hasn't always, you know, had lots and lots of good ball. Yeah, and he's just done some phenomenal things. And actually, I've watched pretty much every Blues game, and he's made just a handful of mistakes. It's and it's those mistakes that'll stop Hanson from actually picking him. Yeah, but he's made a hand for all the other fullbacks. I'm looking at Harvilli. Yeah, but it doesn't, ma- it doesn't matter though, does it? You know, oh, he's made a couple of mistakes, but his name, his name's already on that sheet. His name's, he's played for the All Blacks before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get that. Like, Geordie Barrett and Harvilli can make more mistakes than, than Nanai, but for me, Nanai is an All Black. He plays well, like an All Black. He makes All Blacks decisions. When he makes a break, he links. Uh, when he makes a break... He very rarely scores because he's always setting up other people. And that is an all-black. It's also a fullback, though, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Whereas you look at Geordie Barrett, and Geordie Barrett has scored lots of tries. Yeah. But he hasn't arguably set up the players around him. Or created. Or created. No, I I agree with you. And Nanai is an exciting player. He, I almost think he's a taller Damien McKenzie. That is a ridiculous thing to say. A taller Damien McKenzie. I mean, Damien McKenzie is wee, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? And he's <laughs> Any, like, anyone's and he, taller than him. <laughs> and he's like, just scraps around like, you know, like a Jack Russell dog. And then you've got a giraffe. I mean, <laughs> he's not a giraffe. He's a very elegant player, though, isn't he? Who? Nanai. Oh, God. Come on, are you saying that? Come on, are you fella. saying Nanai is a tall version? Yes. Of... Who did you think? Geordie Perry. No. <laughs> I mean, Geordie Barrett is a skyscraper, isn't he? What is he, six foot four or five? Yeah, okay. okay. Now, now yeah. I'm on more of a page yeah. of you. No, you're I'll right. You you're right, they play very similar game. I thought we had quite a connection going on here, eh? but obviously it's got lost up in here. 
Laugh at my five kids. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, still a good lid hey, though, yeah. eh? All I've got to ask lid. is, how, how far back does it need to go before people say you're actually bald? About that far, eh? <laughs> I think you're a few inches past that. <laughs> it's shiny, mate. This lighting is doing it's your wonders. It's a little bit in here right now. It's a bit <laughs> I would love to see Nanai. Yeah. But I, I just don't think they're going to go anywhere near him. No. And the thing is, shame no one's talking about him either. The people are talking more about Will Jordan oh, than they no. are about Nanai. No. And I just do not get that. Because Nanai, for the last three or four seasons, has been a quality player. It would be good to see his assists or, you know, initial line breaks which lead to a try rather than his scoring. Because I, how many tries has he scored? We don't. I mean, we don't know. I, can't, I can remember him scoring about two this year. Yeah, but Will Jordan is right up there. Geordie Barrett's right up there. Yeah. yeah. And I wonder, I, I would like to compare how many tries to how many assists or, you know, initial line break, which leads to a scoring opportunity. You've, you've sat quite on the fence there, Tobe. You've sort of mentioned who you think will be, but who would you like to be? I'd like to see Nanai. Yeah, that'd be great, wouldn't it? I'm, we... I'm on the same page, oh, and I hate, I, hate, I hate that with a passion, <laughs> but I've I got to agree. He is a great player yeah. and someone who, who if, you know, what really worries me, if they don't pick him soon, they don't get him involved soon, he, he will go overseas. He will. I, wouldn't, I would not be surprised. And, and you know, Could would... you blame him? Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's been in and around that, that sort of selection now for, for years and hasn't yeah. got a chance. So what would you do when people are offering you potentially big money to go overseas? Yeah. We're lucky he's a bit of a homeboy, I reckon. Yeah. A you lot know, of sort those... Of like TJ Perinara is a homeboy. Yeah. And they like they like living in New Zealand, playing rugby in New Zealand. It's more about... They do it for the for the boys, for the cousins. Yeah, and they, 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 they're obviously <laughs> proud. proud yeah, of course. Proud yeah. to wear the jumpers. Yeah. You know, which is which is, which is awesome, isn't it? Anyway, Matt, that is our listeners' questions for yes. this week. And what a fantastic bunch of listeners' questions. They were. If people would like to get their questions on the podcast, how do they go about it, Tobes? Well, they could look up our um, uh, on look, look us up sorry, on the Twitter uh, at the Super Rugby Pod. No, Super Rugby Pod, at Super Rugby Pod. Yeah, that's what I said, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the Gmail is the Super Rugby Podcast at gmail.com. And then there's also our Facebook, where a couple of our um, our little listeners' questions then, or little emails in, have come, come from, from yeah. and that's uh, Super Rugby Podcast. Yeah, I'm actually not sure. No, <laughs> neither am I, but I'm going to just look it up very, uh, very, very quickly, if I can. But up next, we are going to uh, go... Super Rugby Podcast. There you go. There you go. We're going to go over this weekend's matches, and there has been some wonderful matches that have taken place. Yes. So our first game, mate, uh, it was the Blues versus the Bulls. Now, 22-all draw. How do we feel? Again, oh, it's like kissing your sister, eh? But you've got to do it. Well, the Blues didn't... didn't they? This was it for them. They had to win this This was game. do or die, wasn't it? This was do or die. Yeah. Sure, it's the same for the Bulls, really, do or die. But you know what? I, I just thought the Blues threw it away. They had the game in the palm of their hand. Uh, after half time, they, all they needed to do was take points. Yeah. That's all they needed. To do. It, was, it was awful conditions. Awful conditions. And there was a moment straight after half time where they decided rather than taking the points on offer, they would kick to the corner. They kicked to the 22, mate. Yeah. It was absolute village. It was absolute village. And, and 
I hate to say it, but we're going to talk about key moments of this week. And the teams, the stronger teams, take those key moments. The Blues had this game in the palm of their hand and lost it. But again, mate. They didn't lose it. Sorry, they drew it. Yeah. But when I say they it's lost a, it's, it, it's they, a, they lost the opportunity to yeah. win it. The The thing that we've, or you've said mostly, week in, week out, you know, those teams that haven't been winning consistently this year have forgotten how to win. And again, typical for the Blues. The Blues, they, we've mentioned they've this, how they've to given win. me the Blues this year. And there's a couple of things. Now, it's very, very easy for us to see here. Did you just say the Blues are giving you the Blues? They have given me the Blues. Jesus. It's really easy for us to sit here, Tobes, and say Liam McDonald made some weird choices. Um, and the, this is the reason why, because we are coaches. We know what it's like. You, you're with your players all the time. You're, yeah. you're, co- you're coaching your players. You make decisions based on so many different factors. Yeah. But I was amazed with those conditions. They started with Harry Plummer. Harry Plummer kicked okay on the weekend, to be actually He did with actually, you. didn't he? Yeah. But he's not the best kicker. No. And in a game like that, game management was going to be vital. Kick, taking your points was going to be vital. And I think at times they didn't take the points on offer because they gave the ball to Harry Plummer. And Harry Plummer's like, well, I'm not that confident. So I will, I will opt to go for the corner. corner. Yeah, and give it to someone else, almost passing the buck. Absolutely, yeah. And, and I think that's what happened time and time again. I feel really, really sad for the Blues, really, because they, they threw that opportunity away. Yeah. And this season, they've shown that they can be a fantastic side. Unfortunately, at those key moments... They just moments, can't do it consistently enough. Can't do it consistently. And they can't do it away from home either. You know, they've no. really struggled away from home. Well, they can't even do it at home either, can they? It's been a bit of a shambles this year, but I hope... No, I, I know you're going to say next year. Next year? Well, you think they're not going to have Ma Nonu, probably. No. They're not going to have Sonny Bill, most probably. Well, where's he going? Well, he'll go overseas, won't he? For the, for the money. Yeah. Well, no that's just going to be yeah. his last. You know, he's not going to make another World Cup, is he? No. Uh, will he go and play sevens to, for another Olympic gold chance? I don't. I doubt it. He'll go and find the money somewhere playing league, won't he? You can't knock him for that. No. Or he might even go over to the US League. Oh, I could see him doing that. How good would that be? That'd be great. California, mate. <laughs> Get those speeds on again, eh? But hey. uh, a little bit sad for them, and I, I really sad because I just can't see them having to rebuild no. all those all those yeah. players. Um, They'll uh, lose their midfield, won't they? Lose them. Going to lose quite a big part of their yeah. spine, and and you know they don't have the best nine, not the worst nine. They don't have the best ten, not the worst ten, but not the best ten. Is, they, he, is he not the worst? He's not the not the worst ten. So who's the worst ten in New Zealand at the moment playing Super Rugby? I, or I could say his replacement. I could. Oof. Oof. No, 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 no! <laughs> don't go there, big fella. I don't think there is a worst ten. Uh, but there hasn't, there isn't that strength and depth no. that we would normally expect, apart from Ioane. Hey, guess we might come from the Sunwolves. Oh, really, Parker? Great shout! That'd be good. Great one, shout! Anyway, well, he has played for the um, Highlanders. He has played for the Highlanders. Moving on to our next game, and that was the Rebels v the Waratahs. God, it's a bit of an upset for me. I honestly thought the Rebels were gonna. Squeeze one out again. Well, they were at home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I'm, I, you know, I'm not. I, 
I am flat, and I think anyone that they were that I tell you what, their last five games have been a bit patchy. They have been a patchy. I'm a little bit flat, possibly because the Crusaders lost. <laughs> no shock. <laughs> but um, this wasn't a surprise to me. I I picked the the Waratahs. They've been playing some great great rugby. If you look at the stats on this, okay, so the the Rebels carried more meters, carried more times. But where the Waratahs nailed them was on turnovers. So 18 turnovers yeah. conceded to the Rebels. Turnovers one was eight yeah. compared to five. And we know, on the, as, as the game now in the modern times, your best time to attack is from a turnover. And they've created almost double the amount of opportunities there. And it was only, you know, it was two tries a, a piece. I just think that at key moments, the Waratahs had them. Yeah. And I tell you what, it's a it's a bloody good win for the Tars. I mean, it puts you them, know, now gives them a only, sniff, doesn't it? It gives them a sniff. Now they're only four points behind the Rebels. It was a, it was a crucial game to win, oh, and man, they did. And you look at what the Rebels have got next week. They've got Crusaders. Yeah. So doesn't you get know, easier. Oh, you know. Well, shouldn't it be... God, the Crusaders have the Rebels. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is. For both of them. It, yeah. It's well, I mean, the Crusaders fair, are through. the Crusaders are through, yeah. But the Rebels need to need win. it. Yeah. Big time. Need it big time. They do. Next match, mate, was uh, the Sunwolves versus the Brumbies. And all I've got to say to you is, if I if I was a CEO... The, the, Brum, the Brumbies. Say, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> if I was a CEO of, an, of another Super Rugby franchise, I'd be getting my checkbook out and I'd be saying... Masarewa, Masarewa, unbelievable yeah. player. Yeah, but can I just say? Yeah, you can now, mate. The, the <laughs> Brumbies, you're gonna like this one. The Brumbies galloped away with this one. <laughs> You've used that so many times. Have I? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just not. It doesn't get old, mate. Eh? It doesn't get old. It's got very old with me. <laughs> can I also just say, the Sunwolves fans are some of the best fans. Oh, they are. They, yeah. And it's a real shame that they're going to be, well, they are kicked out of the competition for next year. What's a real shame is because they're kicked out of the competition next year, next year's going to be a disaster for them. Yeah. Because Tony Brown's going. He is, he's going back know, to the Highlanders. Yeah, pl- players will leave. Yeah. It's going to be a disaster of a year. I mean, they're going to be, they will be a Japanese team. They will be a Japanese team yeah. because, you know, they're the only ones that are going to stick around and play for, for that side. But um, a real, re- yeah, absolutely disappointing. But... Another one. Well, well, that Sunwolves team, as in the the franchise, just dissipates into nothing because they're not going to drop down into a lower league, are they, or are they? Yeah, I mean, they will dissipate to nothing. They will, absolutely. And the the Japanese season is very, very short. Yeah. They train very, very hard. They have very, very few games. Yeah, it's a real sad, real sad tale there. Yeah. Brumby said tail. Um no, but, that, but that's that's even worse than mine. But so I haven't heard a lot of people talking about English to be Falau's replacement. He he has played some exceptional rugby this year for the Brumbies. Yeah. I think it's Tom English, fullback, been exceptional and he's quite young, isn't he? Young and he's quick as yeah. He's, and he's quick. He's, he scored a number of tries, and he's just looked sharp to me. Yeah, numerous times, and I haven't noticed another fullback 
that's looked as sharp as him. No, but I, the Brumbies, they looked good. They did look really good. And they've looked sharp at times this year. Yeah. And they've they've timed their run very, very they nicely. They have, yeah. But it was, a, it was not... It, it You've was, even it, put here another, another, well, again, another massive crowd. Again, another massive crowd. And they did their they did their run. Oh, <laughs> it's brilliant, isn't it? I love it. It was nice to see the Summers put up a little bit more of a fight this week. They started off very, very well with a great try. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it was it, a it matter was, of time. Yeah. A matter of time. Yeah. I, I'm 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 struggling to announce the next match, mate. Oh, uh, so the Chiefs were playing at home to the Crusaders, but this was in Fiji, wasn't it? This was played in Fiji. Can I just say, um, uh, let's, let's and, not worry about who won this match. And the real the winner, Chiefs, the real winner, the Chiefs thrashed. Now I tell you what, I I didn't watch this game live, but when I looked up the score on uh, the interweb. I was absolutely loving life. The smile on my face was almost cheek to cheek. But it wasn't because the Chiefs won. It was because I knew the pain that you would be feeling. Can and I, t- I was right. I had I, the nail on the head. I'll tell you a true story, everyone. This is, this is how life goes sometimes. Um, I, I got up early to watch this match. I started watching this match and my wife come downstairs saying, Honey, <laughs> we're leaving in 10 minutes. I said, what are we doing? She said, we're leaving in 10 minutes. So I only watched the first like 20 minutes of the game. And we watched 15 mil. First 20 minutes of this game, live, put it on pause, went out for the whole day, came back and watched the next 60 minutes. And when I left... (laughs) You were high on life, eh? I sent a tweet out saying, great stuff. (laughs) <laughs> did you really <laughs> and I came back and actually I came back and to be absolutely fair play to the Chiefs they thoroughly deserved it and I'm going to tell you the reasons why I thought the midfield of the Chiefs was exceptional I've mentioned that Alex Nankerville oh he's he's good isn't he young young powerful strong yeah. Makes great decisions. Yes. He will be in all black in the future. And if he's oh. not, if he's not, mark my words now, they are not choosing the right people. No. He is an exceptional player. Uh, and I'm not saying he should do it this year. I'm saying after the World Cup, when a few players go into retirement, yeah. he should be thought about. I thought Debrasini. Where's he come from at 10? He looks so cool, calm and collective. Yeah. Was very, very impressive. Weber, your man. At the start of this year, you said he was going to rip it up, and he's absolutely ripped it up. Scotty Barrett from the Crusaders played great. But other than that, we looked knackered. You looked, yeah. We didn't create enough space no. after our first four tries that we scored in like, you know, 10 minutes. Um, you, I reckon you almost turned off the uh, the afterburners, you know. You took the foot off the throat, and they jumped straight back up and knocked you down. Yeah, I mean, you you think half time it was nearly a draw at half yeah. time because they just got up, yeah, took their took their opportunities, and they they took their opportunities both hands, didn't they? And I tell you another one, you know, Damien McKenzie being injured, everyone's worried about Damien yeah. Kim- uh, Damien McKenzie, and yeah, it took them quite a, a while, but Malo, Malo, yeah. Malo at fifteen, what a young player He's stepping he is, in, isn't he? And he absolutely rinsed Havili. 
He had a bit of a mixed game though, didn't he? He had a real mixed game. And I still think Harvilli's a great player. And yeah. I still think that Harvilli will make the All Blacks because he can cover fullback, wing, and in the centres if they need them, especially in those sort of lower World Cup pool games yeah. where they want to rest people. Chiefs deserved it, but Fiji crowd. And the shirt, the guys that were selling the shirts, every single person Made there, an absolute killing, didn't they? Jeez. Absolute killing, yeah. So, and, and fair play to them. Chiefs deserved it. Crusaders are definitely licking their wounds. Well, I'll tell you back. what, that it still keeps the Chiefs in with a bit of a sniff, doesn't it? Oh, it's a real distant sniff. But it's a it's a sniff nonetheless. It's a sniff nonetheless. Oh yeah, I was just looking at yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. Next match, mate, was the Reds versus the Haguaris. I do like the Haguaris. I really do. And again, they deserve the win. Nine changes from the week before. Nine. Nine. Shows shows how quality how good of their yeah, squad is. Good depth. You know, and they didn't it wasn't like they brought them on either. It's like they took they, they they benched them. Yeah. They were not even benched some of them. Not even benched, they just had them in the stand, some of yeah. their best players. You know, Phil Kearns this week. Phil Kearns this week. Saupos Phil Kearns, eh? He's come out and said, oh, it's the, you know, the Argentinian yeah. team. You know, yeah. they've uh, hoodwinked, hoodwinked Sansa. I mean, you haven't mentioned that over the last three years when they've been whooped. Yeah. But just because they're doing well this year, it's all, all of a sudden... Has become an issue. It's the national team, yeah. It is a national team. Oh yeah, but how yeah. you know? Good on them. They've kept their players. They've said, yeah. if you want to play for Argentina, you got to play for the for the local yeah. side. They've they've kept them. They've got enough money to support those. And players. they've only got one team. They've got one team. So support. where else do you think they're supposed to play? And it would be great for them to have another team. I agree. But they're not there at the moment. No, they've done nothing wrong. They deserve it, and they play great rugby. And I tell you where, they really, really have. Um, impressed me was their kicking game their little grubber kicks that go through absolutely fantastic yeah you know real real top top quality so they thoroughly deserved it I thought uh, Kramer smashing straight over the top of Crevy oh for that try god that was a good try he came on with pace as well absolutely yeah Um, but you've put here you know they just add pace to the ball. They're doing everything, well, not everything, but a lot of things on a like, especially on attack going forward at a hundred miles an hour. Yeah. And it, yeah. It, look at that try. You know, he came on with pace, aggression, and ran over one of the best defenders. Absolutely. For the Reds. Yeah. Karevi is actually quality yeah. player, isn't he? Quality player. I thought that for the Reds, Higginbottom, you know what? If you think of, you know, we we talk about Marty Banks, don't yeah. we? We, t- we encompasses everything we love about rugby in New Zealand. Well, Higginbottom would be someone that you would say that in the Australian. Yeah. Just gives everything he's got week in, week out. Key key moments just went Hagawara's way. Yeah. Uh, Intercept try, try at yeah. the end. To be fair, the Reds could have won that game. Could have, If yeah. they kept on to the, like, kept a hold of the ball for that last, I don't know, what was it, minute? 30 yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But did they deserve it, the Hagararis? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Especially with nine changes. Yeah. Very, very That shows good depth. Great depth. Next game, mate, Sharks v. the Hurricanes. Yeah, 17 to 30. What do you think? I thought that the Hurricanes played an absolutely top draw match. They played well, didn't they? They played really, really good. I thought, this is how you Especially use Lamar against a good, a good Sharks team. You know, they're not necessarily 
top of the table in the South African Conference, but they're there. They, you know, play, they play really tidy rugby. They do, but the, the Lions, 35, Bulls, 34, Sharks, 33. Yeah, they're right up there. They're a they? good team. Yeah, they're a good side. And I felt that this is the first time I've seen the Hurricanes use Lamape like he should be. Yeah. And, you know, he made the breaks. He scored that try. Offloads. Offloads. Yeah. They actually played him as a 12, and often you can see Lamape drift. And I think he did drift it towards the end of the game. But for the first half, you've got to be direct. And I think in modern rugby now, you need a player like Lamape in your team. And if you don't... A little nugget. A nugget that's going to get you over the game line. It's going to create really quick ball, off slow ball. And that's what he did really well. I thought the Sharks... Hung in well, competed well, but at key moments, I put down here, coach killers. Yeah. At key moments, they threw the ball not straight in the line out or Turnover, out the back. Turnovers conceded 14 to 7. There you yeah. go. And 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 they were at crucial moments. Yeah. So the, the Sharks were always playing that catch-up rugby. The last thing I'm going to mention is I'm critical sometimes of New Zealand teams' game management. The Hurricanes on this game, I think they had their game management Absolutely spot on. They did. And normally, the South African teams have good game management. And I'm not saying they didn't have good management. But the Hurricanes matched that. And they took the points when it was appropriate. They kicked into the corners when it was appropriate. They sped the game up. They slowed the game down. They did everything right. And they almost guaranteed the win when they got ahead. Yeah. Wes Gilson, good finish. He is a good finisher. He reminds me of, what was the Wellington winger before him? Corey Jane. Corey Jane, He yeah. reminds me of a Corey Jane. Harry's small. Yeah. Quick. Great fend. Very fend. Oh, red card. What do you think of the red card? Absolutely agree. Yeah. He had to go, didn't he? Uh, do I think it's a cast iron red? No. But he's gone high. He could have gone low. Yeah. He didn't go low. Poor technique. Yeah. I mean, we, we're talking millimetres off here. Millimetres off. But, yeah, but he hit the throat. And hitting the throat is probably the worst yeah. place you can get hit as a rugby player. Mm. Oh, apart from the meat and two veg. <laughs> <laughs> so, for me, I, I really felt that it deserved a read. Yeah. And I know there'll be people out there saying, don't be ridiculous, but... Uh, yeah, it was dangerous, really yeah, dangerous. Yeah. Uh, Lions versus the Stormers. Lions 41 to 22. Yeah, again, key moments, really, really important. But Very open game. Yeah. I think the Lions are, are arguably timing their run on how they're playing very, very nicely. But this is where the, the difference was in this game. 23 defenders beaten compared to the Stormers' 10. Yeah. Ten clean breaks compared to two. Turnovers conceded, 11 to 20. Yeah. I mean, you can't win with stats like that. Turnovers won, 22 to four. Yeah, and, and, and as I said, it's, ridiculous, it's isn't so it? important. Yeah. You know, if you catch um, an attacking team off guard, so you know, attacking team, you have it. Yeah. They're lined up, you know, deep, and then you turn them over, then you've got, it's that transition. It's, it's absolutely and like brutal said, this year. Like you've said, you said earlier, you know, you, it is like that transition. A lot of teams 
are most vulnerable and, you know, when they've just conceded a turnover. I remember at Junior World Cup, uh, England came back and they worked on their stats that something like the New Zealand team that they were playing against would score 80% of their tries from turnover. Yeah, well, there you go. So if you can create that turnover, mm. you, you're so much more likely to, to score from that. It's a very, very impressive win for the Lions. Huge win. Huge win, yeah. Huge win. And that is the roundup of this week's matches. Yeah. There was some great rugby played there. A little bit of a sourpuss here. A little bit of a sourpuss. Hey, mate, gracious in defeat. Gracious, and, and, and they deserved it, the Chiefs. Absolutely. But anyway, up next, we are going to be predicting... And can I just say, last week, I only got one and a half wrong. One and a half. I didn't pick the draw, <laughs> and I didn't pick the Crusaders would lose. Anyway, so up next. Two, so you got two wrong. Up next is our predictions. Now, mate, we have got some juicy, juicy games, don't we? This is the real crux of the competition it coming is. up. Is it last? If, no, there's one more round so, after this. Okay, two rounds. Two rounds left. Okay. But for some people, if they lose this, it is over and over. Yeah. yeah. So, first game, Highlanders at home to the Bulls. I've gone the Highlanders here. It's at home for the start. The Bulls are without a number of key players, Pollard, injured. Um, but can I just say, the Bulls need to win this game. They need to, to have a chance. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I, and I can see your point. Yeah, I'm still saying the highlights. Oh yeah, so just, am I. So just, am I. <laughs> but it's a must win for the Bulls. It is a must win for the Bulls. Yeah, I just I just can't see them winning it with the team that they'll have to put out. No, I agree. With the travel, all of those things that'll go against them. But you're right. I mean, when you've got to win, sometimes you can get up yeah. to win. Yeah. And the Highlanders, even if they win, they're out anyway. Aren't yeah. They? So yeah. Now Reds are at home to the Blues. Yeah, Blues for me. Blues have been playing well without winning. Reds have been playing well but without winning. I think um, if there's someone that can stop the Reds midfield, it's probably the Blues midfield. Yeah. So Blues for me, but only just. Crusaders at home to the Rebels? Please, Crusaders. It's your last game before <laughs> the knockout <laughs> stages. You need to put a performance out there. Yeah. I just worry about the midfield. They just haven't fired this year. No, Crotty. Crotty good and Hugh. Good Hugh just haven't fired this year. They haven't seemed to click. The Rebels play expansive rugby, but I do think the Crusaders will stop them from getting go-forward ball on the forwards. So the Crusaders to win that, hopefully relatively easily, but you never know. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, Waratahs, Brumbies? Waratahs all the way. And I know that's a tough one because the Brumbies are flying high. But I just think the Waratahs have played some really, really good rugby recently. And they're at home. I think they might even get out a huge crowd, which would be fantastic to see. I think the, the, their supporters are going to come out in their droves to say, come on, let's get these boys over the line. Yeah. Okay, well, I've gone Brumbies, so. <laughs> so we'll see. Lions at home to the Hurricanes. <clears throat> Lions have looked good, but Hurricanes, if they play, if they play, Bowden will win. If you've seen, not, and you've said yeah, that all year, and yeah. you've been right. And if they don't play Bowden, though, they will lose. Yeah. And they'll probably lose quite handsomely. They'll get strangled. Bowden makes a massive difference because they don't 
have another 10. They yes. don't have another 10. No, they don't. It's not like... Neither do the Crusaders. I think the Crusaders do. No. I do. I think Mitch Hunt, you know, you look at last year, he did a good job for them. Well, that drop kick. He's <laughs> a number of games, number of games. Don't get me wrong. There's a big difference between Mitch Hunt yes. and Richie Mwanga. But at least he plays at 10. He genuinely is a 10. Whereas you look at you look at the the Hurricanes and you go, wow, there's a... And it's not... I feel sorry, I feel sorry for the guys that are coming in and playing there because... Mm. The other senior guys aren't supporting them. It's just been very, very tough for the for the next level down. I mean, who they play last time? They played. Oh, I can't even remember his name. No, neither and can I. And I was just scratching my head, saying, "Come on, I've never seen this guy play yeah. at, at ten in my life." He's like a utility back. Yeah, playing him at ten. Uh, Stormers versus the Sunwolves. Stormers all the way. Yeah, sorry, Sunwolves. Sorry. I'd love you yeah. to play and win it, but you're not going to. No, not, well. You're probably not going to, unless no. Masarewa scores a hat-trick. Again. <laughs> uh, Haguares versus the Sharks. Now, Haguares at home. Haguares been in all great the way. form. All the Couldn't way. agree more. Yeah. The only thing possibly, you know, they've rested nine. Will they Will they rest again, knowing that, they, that they're going to... Is there any way... Oh, they've got two games left, so they need to win it, don't they? Well, so do the Sharks. Yeah, yeah. They're in with a good sniff. Yeah, so I'm going to say that the Haguaros, as long as they don't rest nine players again, because yeah. I think this is going to be a, a different beast than the weekend. Yes, I uh, agree. I agree. Now, we've got rugby forecast as well. Rugby forecast, yeah. We've got their predictions. They've gone exactly the same as myself, apart from they've got the Lions to win over the, the Hurricanes. Yeah. So they've gone Highlanders, Blues, Crusaders, Waratahs, um, Lions, Stormers, and Haguares. What I would say is they will re, um, this will refresh yeah. come tomorrow. So these may have changed a little bit. Okay. But it's good to know. Yeah. It's good to know. Up next, mate, is the quiz. Excellent. I'm and really looking forward. Who won last week? Can't remember. Don't care. <laughs> uh, again, <laughs> I've got a theme going for you, and it's on a listener's question, which I haven't mentioned to you, so we're going to answer the listener's question okay. from the quiz that I've got for you. Oh, gosh. So, Toby, since you went first last week, my quiz questions are all on test caps. Oh. Starting with New Zealand, then moving to Australia, then South Africa, and we're going to chuck in a little bonus one for you, depending on how you do, which will be the Argentinian test caps. So, as you may already know, Richie McCaw has the most test caps for New Zealand on 148. Yes. I, you know, if I was him, I would have come back and finished off the job and got I know. 150. Yeah. Why didn't he? Because he's not that type of guy. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to know who is second in the New Zealand Test Caps okay. list. Is it Kieran Reid, A, Tony Woodcock, B, Daniel Carter, C, or Kevin Mialamu at D? Okay. Uh, I don't think it's Daniel Carter or Kieran Reid. Oh, don't pull that face. <laughs> I think it could potentially be um, Tony Woodcock. Final answer. Or it could be Kevin Mayalamu. 
I'm going to go with Tony Woodcock. You'd be wrong. Would I? Yeah. Kevin Mialamu, 132 test uh, matches okay. to Tony Woodcock's 118. Uh, Kieran Reid, though, not yeah, going to get there, on? is he? He's not going to, he's gone 118. Yeah. So he ain't going to get there. And he could, couldn't he? You know, he if could. he played on for a few more years yeah. and, and, and had a transition period, yeah. maybe we don't need a transition period. Maybe, maybe we don't need it. Maybe that's happening now. I don't know, but it would have been something that I would have and probably... How many was Daniel Carter on? Dan Carter, he was uh, 112. Yeah. Okay. And, man, he could have easily got A. I know. He could have easily got that. Ooh, Your first right, question Mike, for me, mate. Here we, now, here we go. Oh, gosh, where am I? God, this is a good question. How many tries have been scored in the Super Rugby this season? Right, here we go. Is it? Do I have my calculator out? Do you? No. (laughs) 405, 700, 673, or 562? How many tries this season by all franchises and all teams? Okay, so thinking from memory that the Crusaders were leading this. This is a question on last week, and they were on like, I can't remember how many they were on last week. So this is tough. You know, there's obviously, there's 15 teams. If we say that on an average... That's right, mate. Take your time. So, what were the, what were the? Just give me the two lower, the two lower numbers, please. Four hundred and five. Yeah. And five hundred and sixty-two. I'm going to go for five hundred and sixty-two. Final answer. You've you've done that face <laughs> because I'm wrong, but yeah, final answer. Okay, you're wrong. <laughs> uh, Six hundred and seventy-three tries. There you go. Yeah, it's a lot of tries. Yeah, but you know, some of the, I mean, to be fair, some of the teams are coming to the party quite late on with, I with, agree. The, with a few yeah, tries. You look at Brumbies with that big score. Um, Lions. Lions with the big score. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. All right, mate. Uh, so we're, we're, we're one. Nil, no, nil, nil all. all. <laughs> nil all. <laughs> In Australia. Yes. I'm going to be a little bit easier for you on this one. Okay. Right. So, I'm not going to ask for the second because it's not our home country. Okay. So, maybe you will have more of a chance of getting this one correct. So, who has the highest number of test caps for Australia? Okay. No, no more. (laughs) Okay. So, A, we're going to go for Stephen Moore. Right. B, George Smith. Okay. C, Matt Gitto. Or D, George Gregan. Mm. Are they all over 100? I'm not going to tell you that. Oh, you've... Okay. Um, I don't think it's George Gregan or Matt Gitto. Can I ask why? No. 
You can't <laughs> ask that question. Because <laughs> if you get it right, you'll ask for a point. <laughs> um, I, I'm not sure if it's George Smith or Steve, Steve Stephen Moore. Stephen Moore, yeah. I have a feeling it might be Stephen Moore. Final answer. Yeah, go on, yeah. Wrong. Wrong. George Gregan. I thought you got it got that one. Stephen Moore is no. second. 139. Really? Test matches. So why why did you not think that he... Oh, it was interesting, because I, I straight away went, Matt Gatto won't be, because he went overseas yeah. early, and he's you know, still playing now, isn't he? Yeah. Um, I, I just didn't think George Gregan, because of the era that he played in, they didn't oh, play yeah, they that didn't play many, as many games. Yeah, you're right. You're right, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah, so George Gregan, 139. Stephen Moore, 129. And then I actually dropped down quite a few and went George Smith, 111. Yeah. And then Matt Gatto, 103. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Right, mate. Which New Zealand team has the most offloads? Why do you always roll your eyes? Well, because, like, you know, I, get, I got quite interesting questions. Yeah, I don't. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on. Yeah, so which team has the most <laughs> offloads? Okay, which New Zealand team? Is it the Chiefs, the Blues, the Crusaders, or the Hurricanes? My first instinct is to go the Chiefs. It's my first instinct, just seeing how they play. They've been all over the shop at times, but the one thing they've done is offloads. Blues have got a lot of carries, yeah, but I don't think necessarily enough offloads. I think you've chucked in there the Crusaders, just you know, because you know I love the Crusaders, and Mason, possibly they've got them as well. And the Hurricanes, it's a good question for another day, but on this day, I'm going to say the Chiefs. You would be correct. Yeah, I just think... 174. Yeah. Blues, 125, Crusaders, 146, and the Hurricanes, 96. Yeah, you know, you would normally say surprise, but they play a much more direct game than any of the other New Zealand sides. Next question and last question for you, but with the bonus question, just because it's interesting. Excellent. South African. Yeah. Most test caps from a South African team. From... From a South African player. player. You've got A, Brian Habana. B, John Smith. C, Victor Matfield. Or D, John de Villiers, who was the who was the centre yes. that we didn't put in our team. Yes. And we should have put we in sh- our team. A great player. Great player. Great yeah. captain as well. Yeah. Uh, Victor Matfield. Final answer. Yes. Correct. Yes, I knew that one. Not by very many. No, is it John Smith next? No, Brian, Brian Habana. Yeah, Brian Habana. Uh, John Smith, quite a bit down, 111. Okay, well, who was um, Brian Habana? How many did he play? 124, and Victor yeah. Matfield, 127. Okay, what about um, De Villiers? 109. Yeah. Now, arguably, there's still there's there's, a, there's some guys who are playing. I mean, Percy Montgomery, your man, Percy. 102. How did he really? Get, how did he get 102? That's why I put him in my team, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, all great players, though. Wow. Yeah, all absolute yeah. legends, eh? Yeah. And to think that 
to think that a lot of these guys, um, you know, the guys that played before didn't play any test rugby. No. And there were some great players in that area that may have got just as many games. But anyway, last question for you. Last. For me. Yeah. I've had too too many Fantas tonight, mate. (laughs) Village. Okay. How many more? Now, I'm going on the theme of offloads. (laughs) Okay. How many more offloads has Anton Leonard Brown made compared to the next best player? Okay, what a... Do, should, well, okay. I, 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 like, so, I, like, I like... Can I just, can I, can I just say, this has at least got some weight into it, doesn't it? Because, you know, it's interesting. Yes. So, Anton Leonard Brown has thrown 30 offloads. Okay. So, is the gap 4, 10... Six or eight? <laughs> I thought you were going to go four, ten, fifteen. <laughs> okay. Well, so that, that, to be fair, that question moves on. It's a good little segue from the the my second question to you, which was the Chiefs, wasn't it? So I'm going to say there's going to be a a marked difference here. So I, I'm going to give you. The second person. So, Karevi is the next best. Wow. Mm. For the Reds. I'm going to say there's a marked difference. So, I'm going towards eight or ten. Okay. I think it's ten. I think he, I think he's offloaded. You know, he's out the back. He's out the front. He's, he's you know, out his bum and he's all over the shop, <laughs> isn't he? His bum. Farting out the ball. Yeah, so I'm going to say 10. I think there's a huge difference. And the only thing that holds me back here a little bit is I have not seen every single Karevi game. No, no. So, but that's how it feels to me. He's been significantly more more offloady than anyone else. <laughs> final answer? You're very quick to go final answer there, eh? So, yeah, final answer. Correct. So Anton Lake Brown's thrown thirty and Karevi's thrown twenty. It's a big big gap. Yeah. But then you've got Falauer. Falauer. Yeah. Who's played half considerably the games, and half the games, he's yeah. throwing two less than Karevi. Wow, well, yeah. I and he's still third equal. Sonny Bill, if he had been playing this year, yeah, true. he would have been right up there as well. But um it's been marked, hey. Anton Leonard Brown has been great yeah, this year. He has. And we could go on and on and on about who would be, but he's got to be in there, oh. eh? And I said earlier this season, got to. when you asked me that question, I don't think he's anywhere near. But Manonu's dipped down a little bit. Yeah. Sonny Bill being injured. So maybe you've got to go with I, Anton He Leonard has Brown. been, him and uh, Brad Webber for the Chiefs yeah, been have awesome. been standouts, even though... In a struggling team. Exactly. And that's hard to do. Crotty as well, not a, not a stellar season no. for him. So he Good is Hugh, really not a stellar season. No, he's really put his hand up, hasn't he? Mm. Massively. Anyway, that brings. Oh, what about my final question? Oh, of yeah, course, because I could draw it. I could draw it up here. No, you can't, mate. This yeah, is I a can. bonus question. Exactly. Just so it's a bonus point. All right, go on then. I'll, I'll just, I'll just. You just got to name the name the guy, and you should okay. be able to name the guy. Okay. All right. So who has Argentina's all time? Uh, Appearances. I'm not going to give you any names. It's the hooker. <laughs> it's the hooker. What's his name? Creevy. 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 Yeah. 
You think it's creevy? I think it's creevy. No. Oh. Felipe Cantaboni. Oh. What are you doing, Why mate? didn't you read out the name? <laughs> why didn't you read out the names? That's exactly the reason why I didn't read out the names, oh, mate. Oh, But you'll be interesting. Me. How many tests do you think that Felipe Contaponi has, has, has uh, played? Do you think it's 110, 108, 100, or 87? <laughs> Is it 87? It is, eh? Is it really? It's 87, yeah. So it's two all. Two all no, draw. No, mate, yeah, I'm taking that. <laughs> and that's a wrap, everyone. <laughs> no chance. That's really? Only 87? Only 87, yeah. Well, to be fair, they've only just started playing... The big boys the regularly. Big, the big fellas, yeah. Almost like being a tier two team for ages that don't get yeah. the games every year, aren't they? No. So, and what, amazing. Actually, I'm pretty sure his son played in England and we played him for, in a sevens comp. Really? And I'm pretty sure he was there watching his son. Really? This might be all complete lies. Was he good though? His son was, yeah, yeah. quite a skinny, small, yeah. but ran beautifully. Wasn't the best player there, but just still looked like he had something. Yeah. Still looked like he had something. Anyway, it's the end of the podcast. Oh, Another again. week has come. Another week has gone with only a few to go. But we yeah. will be bringing you other things after the oh, Super Rugby has I'm finished. I'm looking forward to that too. We're going to do a World Cup special. Oh, and a rugby championship. And a rugby championship. And we are actually in the process at the moment of trying to get some special coaching guests interviews as well are we really yeah yeah we're gonna oh, try this and is news to me too <laughs> we're gonna try and secure some some really good level Excellent. coaches to interview in our cool. unique fashion tobes they're, gonna, sure come we're, they're gonna come in here and go fellas this is village <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna go yes and we'll be bringing that yes, to you over the off season yeah anyway. that'd be great so to keep you guys uh, and girls interested Excellent. But it's been an absolute pleasure as always. Don't forget, if you want to get hold of us, yeah. it's at Super Rugby Pod uh, and it's the Super Rugby Podcast at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Uh, and we love hearing from you. We actually Honestly. love it. It makes our day. We, I tell you what, the best part of the day is pushing that number three for that voice, that yeah, voice recording. Yeah, definitely. So it's a great way to answer, well, to ask your questions. Yeah. And for us to answer them. Well, it means we don't have to bloody read it out. <laughs> and you know we struggle. Actually, our first um, guy from Brazil, Andre, he said, sorry about the uh, English, you know, because it's not his first language. Yeah. And I thought, mate, don't worry, you'll fit right in on the <laughs> It's better than ours. <laughs> and it's been a pleasure. Yes. We'll, well, hopefully uh, you guys listen to us next week. But for now, over and out. Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.